0: We're back at our second episode. We're called Talk 21, and our producer said that we have a series of questions that he wants to ask us, and he's going to call it Rapid Fire.
1: Interesting. So take it away, Sam. Tell me about staging: pros and cons. Do you agree or disagree? Go.
2: Oh, staging's a must. Um, I'd say there's zero cons. I think there's the pros. Just it it allows you to show the property with more space. You know it's in its best shape and form when it hits the public market staging is an absolute must we do it on all our properties except for the ones that you know are nicely you know lived in every day but majority of the time we're always staging our properties you agree Dave yes
0: uh, it's a must Uh, especially with these days like we want to make sure we highlight homes in the best of lights that they they can be Um, and sometimes when you don't have a a fully staged home you're uh, you're looking at maybe some deficiencies in a vacant home like whether it be painting or trim or whatever so staging detracts and makes it look really beautiful um, if it's not that we've also started introducing uh, virtual staging which has been also very good but there's nothing like walking into the home and you have all the furniture in place and it's all done and we've been doing that for a while. We actually house our own staging uh, supplies and uh, furnishings, and uh, so we do that in-house. The only negative, or if you want to call it a negative, is the cost. Obviously, cost is always a factor. Um, I yes. mean, it's part of the business. It's part of making uh, making the listing. Uh. But yeah, go ahead.
2: We offer it in-house, right? Yeah, we do. So we for do. us, we don't charge our client staging. We've accumulated furniture over time, which we have in the storage. Yeah. that we always offer to our clients whenever they're listing with us. Yep. And stop right
1: there. Rapid fire for you. Home inspection. During COVID, they didn't want it, they didn't need it because it was just selling so quickly. Now you need it. Do you agree? Is it a home inspection mandatory or not?
0: Home inspections are, are definitely something we've uh, used as a tool to make uh, our clients feel comfortable about what they're buying, and it's it's a good swing where now we have that opportunity on some of the listings out there to get a home inspector to do them. Are they, are they the end all and be all uh, of a transaction? No, I mean uh, everything's fixable. A lot, of the, a lot of the things that come through a home inspection are more uh, things that are not that grave of a, of a repair. So with that being said, they can be taken care of even after closing, but it's good to give our clients a peace of mind again because when it was so hot, uh, we were just buying properties and people were just doing this blindly. So it's nice to have the home inspection. It's good to give the clients that option to uh, to really take a good look at their home, not just on a whim, put an offer in because there's uh, an offer night being offered. Um,
2: now, do you think it's important when you're listing a property to have a pre-home inspection done? Hmm.
0: Interesting. Um, I think a, a pre-listing... Uh, is good like a home inspection for a listing is good. If you have a beautifully fully renovated home and uh, you're buying a house that's going to be done and you don't want to have to do anything. For those that are just um, they're going to tear the house apart and do a full renovation, I don't think it's relevant. I mean uh, as long as you uh, I think the big parts of the home inspectors you get a qualified home inspector that has the, uh, the thermal imaging so we can see what's going on for moisture and potential water seepage in basements definitely important to look at attics we want to make sure that in the attics we don't have any mold spores and leakage from uh, faulty roofs those are the key parts in my opinion uh, other than that everything else is more smaller repair bills that are expected with home ownership because i mean even a home inspection that shows everything's good 6 months down the road a furnace that's 10 15 years old may not make it anyway so it's good to give the satisfaction and the peace of mind for for buyers but uh, i mean We were doing deals without them before, so is it that important? I would say 50-50.
1: Cut. For you, do you think technology is going to play an enormous role in the progression of real estate?
2: Absolutely. I think if you're not using technology to the best of your abilities, basically you're going to be extinct. That's why we're here today, and that's why we call stepping it stepping up the game. And that's why we call 21 it twenty-one. Yeah, with yep. our producer TTL Films. little shout out there.
1: Let's go for you. Question, really quick. Short-term rentals. Do you agree it's a good thing Airbnb's or not? That's a tough one. Yeah, I'm not
0: sure. I mean, uh short-term. How, how
1: do you feel about Airbnb?
0: I feel that it gives, uh, like Airbnbs and uh, these short term rentals are a good option for people to explore uh, travel. And uh, it's a nice way for landlords to make some uh, some income, greater income on the short term. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I mean, we've, we do mostly long term rentals in our business, so uh, it, it doesn't really affect us per se. Like, I mean. Define
1: uh, long term rentals. What's long term? Long-term well,
0: rentals, like like minimum year. or even minimum six years, somebody in term trying to like transition between a house. Six months. Oh, what did I say? Six <laughs> years? <I'm serious. laughs> no, six. No, I meant six months. Sorry, six I meant months, six months. Yeah. So, like short-term rentals, long-term rentals. Yeah, like I mean six months minimum, maybe a year, and like depending on the situation. Yeah,
2: usually our lease agreements are for one year. Right. But there could be the expectation where someone needs something for a short period of time, but we don't really deal with short short-term rentals. No. But there is... A really good aspect for potential earnings for investors. For sure. will
1: pick up on that for you. Do you think Airbnb ruins a neighborhood or a community because of the constant flip of owners? Uh,
2: Yes. I think Airbnbs need to be controlled. They need to be in a certain environment, in certain neighborhoods, because...
1: Should they have passed legislation on it a long time ago? Because still, it's a very broad spectrum.
2: It's... Yes, I agree. It's because um, I don't do it often enough. I mean, I, I mean, I don't get involved in it at all. I don't really know the rules and regulations, but I definitely think that Airbnb should be more regulated. Sure. Regulated, maybe in a certain area, because I know I definitely wouldn't want my neighbors doing Airbnb, right. and neither would you.
0: Yep. So that's what I would and that's say. That's what the main
2: problem is, right? Yeah. That's why a lot of these issues came up because people were buying these properties and just Airbnb and every, everything right. and neighbors were were very upset about it because the turnaround, the parties, you know, all the bad stuff that comes with the short term.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, I personally wouldn't want an Airbnb in my backyard. So
1: Here's one of the most
2: commonly asked questions
1: on yes. the app. Yeah. One of it is the housing market is unattainable, I can't even get a mortgage, so I can't use it as an investment property. However, the commercial space is still within the realm of, I can mm-hmm. do it, should people do it, should people not do it.
0: Um, well, the, well, the swing of the market with regards to real estate, you know, we've we've seen housing market go through the roof, and and people are gravitating towards uh, commercial real estate too. I think it's all good, like real estate as a whole. You can't lose out. I mean, uh, in the long in the long term, it's like tested, proven uh, to make money. Um, the good thing about commercial realty is uh, regulations regarding tenancies are a lot more favorable for a landlord. So defaulting on a on a on a more on a a rent payment or not following rules and guidelines that are outlined in an agreement, you can you can easily deal with the tenant that way. Where the residential side, it's a bit more difficult. It's highly regulated, but all in all, it's it, it's based on comfort level. Whatever buyers are, re- are ready to ready to jump into, it, it's fine because both of them are profitable. And I think that uh, if you're ready to do it, this is a good time. Like, uh, you know, the volume volume's a little bit down, so prices are stable, but there's uh, an opportunity where you're not like competing all the time like we were in the past. Last
1: question, I just thought about it, hottest topic, people don't know what to do. Sam, should people buy a condo or invest into a house? Which one is the better option now in this market?
2: So, well, the way I look at it is, if you're investing in a condo, so they're they're both amazing. If you can invest, invest in real estate. But depending on your budget, obviously, buying a condo, you're gonna have a lot more to choose from, there's inventory, there's a lot more inventory out there. And I honestly think right now that there's good buys in condos. So I would say right now in the current state that we are in, the market, it's definitely favoring buying a condo because you have more to choose from, the prices have softened a little bit, where you, know, you go into residential house, townhouse, those are the properties that are supposed to be affordable they're all going to multiples with big numbers still. So I would definitely say right now where the market is, it's definitely, you know, I would definitely push clients depending on the budget for, for a condo. And also, if I could
0: interrupt, um, with regards to condos versus freeholds or whatever it may be, it's you, it also depends on on the buyer and the and the investor. Like if you don't want any any risk with regards to maintaining a building, and I mean m- maintaining a freehold house, condos are easy. Like you know, you know you're gonna get a tenant that's gonna respect condo rules. Um, they're less hands-on work, uh, easy to maintain. Where when you deal with a freehold, you're dealing with maintenance issues and you're dealing with grounds keeping sure. and and it's more pricey. So uh, so like you know, it, it might be a factor. So I guess it all depends on. Uh, on, on the, the, the risk averseness of the buyer and what the buyer wants, how much they want to be involved in maintaining it. There's always an amount of involvement, but sometimes a little bit less
2: with condos. Yeah, I'd say the ROI on a condo is much better right now. Yeah, well.
1: right.
2: Really? Yeah, because the rates, the rental rates are very, very high. If you're, if you're looking for condos, I'm, I'm, and I'm thinking the GTA here. Like I'm thinking Toronto, the rents are really high, and you're paying way less for the property compared to. Uh, freehold. Yeah, but right? you got to
0: you got to be you got to be like maintenance fee is going to be a big factor too, so you never sure. know where that's going to be. I think every 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 deal is going to be unique. You know, you got to you got to you got to run the numbers and uh, you got to see where the cap rates are on these items and like on
1: a condo downtown. If it has a, a pool in it, what could the amenities run you? 500 a
0: month? Yeah, I mean no. Five hundred a month is,
2: is a is a, is a really good is a really good that's room. like the starting rate when yeah. the builders sell them. Yeah, but yeah, anything yeah. with yeah, anything with a pool, that's where you your maintenance skyrockets depends on the age of the building, but even like a entry level six, seven hundred square foot unit, um, you're looking at with a pool, it's gonna be around six hundred, seven hundred dollars a month. Yeah. So what
1: would you charge a tenant rent per month in this kind
0: of a building? Well, for, like, any one-bedroom right now in the GTA, like, you're over 2000 over 2000 a month. So, like, for one-bedroom in the GTA, you're over $2,000. Um, I'd say well like over twenty five. Yeah, like, that, I'm one just... one Yes. Yeah. Depending where, obviously, yes. Uh, like, it, like in, a, in a new development, a newer building that's, like, fresh and clean, you're spending $24,000, a month, yeah. roughly. Uh, Two-bedrooms, you're in a 3000 range already. Yeah, just, so, it, so, you're
1: not going to really... If you're the buyer, the investor you're not gonna be cash flow positive then. Because the the condo's gonna cost you a pretty penny if you're approved for a mortgage. Plus the amenities, plus all of the uh, of the fees that are gonna be associated, Dep- are depend- you cash flow positive?
2: Depending how much you put down, right? Uh, Depending on how much you put down. That's why I'm saying with the rates, with with, with how much these one bedroom condos are bringing a per month, I mean you'd have to work out the numbers, but you know, the ROI you may not you may be you may you may break even right now depending on the rate the rates what the rates are today Ma- maintenance fees maintenance and... fees you got to take that into consideration but if you're looking for an investment i would say you know try to try to look for a condo that doesn't have a pool you know, keep the maintenance. But not, but not only that.
0: Not only that. You got to remember, we're not looking at the short term. We got to look at the asset appreciation. That's so right. So even that's even with regards to the property being expensive now and maybe your return on investment not that high, we're looking at like cap rates maybe below five. And if that's the case, you you want the asset appreciation and like the GTA in a whole is gonna is gonna flourish again. Even if we're in a bit of a slump, when we when we hit uh, when we hit the uh, an upward swing again and we see increases again. The upside on selling is, uh, it's we can't attribute the exact amounts to that, but that's why you buy real estate. It's not just the short term. You might, you might have a, a you, might, you may, have a, a small uh, cap rate now that you think is not great, but you're waiting for the cap, waiting for the cap, the the asset to appreciate, and that's where the investment really thrives, yeah, right? Absolutely. Stop right there. Thanks for watching. That it closes off our second episode. Um, looking forward to more, and uh, you can find us at C21 Fine Living Realty.
2: And at Sam Genova Real Estate. And that's a wrap. Talk 21. Talk 21.